Oh, yes, you've made it. Yes. It is from the desk of Scott from ScottCast. The little solo bonus episodes I like to do when we don't have a full triumvirate or other person on the cast during a week. (laughs) That's the premise of this show, I think. So it's just me. There's a video clip of it on YouTube right now if you're listening to this. Yes, I'm very excited about that, actually. Because if you see this on YouTube, there's only one reason I allowed it to be published. And that is I put it to tape. I recorded it, I pressed record, and I went forward, and I finished it, and the file was done. Yes, no post-production on this episode. All the production is happening live. As I'm talking, I I am not a good enough performer for this kind of pressure, actually. I kind of lean on being able to delete a lot of things. <laughs> so, if you're listening to this, yes, there's a YouTube version, and yes... It is that exciting. Yeah, that was me doing some kung fu on the video if you didn't watch. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff you're going to be privy to on From the Desk, the video series. Subscribe on YouTube, please. Yes. All right. But it's a Sunday. It's late in a Sunday. The sun is dying before my eyes. You might not, there might not be video at the end of this podcast in particular because the light will go away. This is all natural light. It's the only way to go. And let's see, let's say maybe I got a half hour of daylight in the horizon there. I can see beautiful sunny ham tramic through the window behind the camera and that makes me feel good. That makes me feel wonderful. Ah, this is the Raven. Quoth the Raven, Pod Samoa. Quoth the Raven, Pod Samoa, please. Yes, if you're not watching the video, you just totally missed out on the Raven joke because I have a Raven with me now. Yeah. Keep it. All right. (laughs) Uh, I supposedly have a great episode plan. I mean, I already did this episode once, and now I'm doing it again. So if you hear me get tired of myself through something and give up something quickly, no, it's because I've been doing this all day, and this is how I chose to relax on Sunday, the day after my COVID shot. Check it out. Yeah, you don't see anything. See that? Nothing on my arm, even though I got shot yesterday with a vaccine. Those needles are freaking tiny. Those needles, like, they go in, you don't even feel it. You don't even feel it break the skin. It's, like, smaller than this barrier between cells. It just kind of slides through rather than piercing or ripping anything. It's insane how good needles are these days. Uh, I got it in the left arm here, and I looked away as one does when, when the shot came out. I mean, I took a little peek because I was like, hey, that's kind of history right there in that COVID shot vial thing. It's At the very least, if I have side effects 10 years from now, I, I, can, <laughs> I can remember where it came from. But uh, he went to go put it in my arm. I looked away, and before I knew it, he said it was done. Before I knew it. 
Not only was it painless, it was sensationless. It didn't, it didn't happen. And the guy was like, yeah, it just glides right in these days. And I said, yeah, that's scary. And he got a little quiet and he told me to mill about the store for 15 minutes and get the hell out of there. Well, not so forcefully, but, uh, you know, it is a little scary when a needle can just, like, go into a body without without any sensation. Like, maybe if you go on a bus, someone might, like, shoot you up with high-quality drugs, and you won't even know. But that's probably not going to happen, because high-quality drugs are expensive. And why would you just give it to a stranger without them knowing? But still, it's a possibility. I would wear armor. I would wear chainmail. I would wear something that dents tiny needles, you know. Maybe stop applying moisturizer for a while. Let the skin get really dry and cracky. Like throw that needle through a loop when it hits that cell membrane and it's like, "What is what is this?" <laughs> breaks. Yes, I'm like the Incredible Hulk or the Thing from Fantastic 4. Hmm. That's the way to be. The more you know. So, if I have brain fog, <laughs> basically, and if uh, this production doesn't make any sense whatsoever, just let me know in the comments, but also give me a break for like a minute, alright? I'm just trying to entertain. I'm just trying to put something out there for the Scott Castigators. Uh, a couple dozen of you who demand content on the regular and who will fall off from the Scott Cast bandwagon if I do not deliver. So this is for you. This is for you. You're welcome. Yes. Yes. Go to thescottcast.com and pick up some merch if you appreciate. Um, so I'm Sunday vibing. Today it was 83 degrees out. And I refused to open my windows because the past two days it was like that perfect temperature between 68 and 74, I want to say. It was those perfect temperature days where it was like the air was crisp. You could go out and wear a hoodie or a t-shirt or 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 a or or a coat or or nothing. You could it was a free for all kind of weather type feeling and I wanted to keep it as much as possible in my house. The windows were all open at this point. And then it hit 80 and I was like, "No. Shut all the windows. Let's preserve that crisp air feeling." in my house. That crisp air feeling that reminds me a lot of Goodwill Hunting. It's like perpetually fall, I believe, in that movie for some reason. It feels like fall. It's shot like it's fall. Gus Van Zant style. And uh, all that Elliot Smith, you know? It's all, it's a very brown tone movie, you know? Working class. And guess what? Over this weekend, I wanted to like do some screenwriting study, and I found scripts online, and I found none other than the first script, well, not the first, but the script of Goodwill Hunting, as written by Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, and shot from, shot from in the movie. Yes, check this out. I'll read you some. This is the description on page one, the introduction of the four main uh, bro characters. The guy holding court is Chucky Sullivan, Ben Affleck, 20, 
and the largest of the bunch. He is loud, boisterous, a born entertainer. Next to him is Matt Damon, Will Hunting, 20, handsome and confident, a soft-spoken leader. On Will's right sits Billy McBride, 22, heavy, quiet, someone you definitely wouldn't want to tangle with, but also someone you probably don't remember from the movie. I don't, but I'm pretty sure he's there. Finally, there is a Morgan O'Malley, 19, smaller than the other guys, wiry, anxious. Morgan listens to Chucky's horror stories with eager disgust. Yes. 130 pages of Matt Damon brilliance right there. You can rip through it in like 30 minutes. That's the thing about scripts. They're fast reads. Each page is supposed to translate to a minute of screen time, but it takes like 10 seconds max to read a page. You know, that was a very thick page because it was all description. But when it's dialogue, the margins are like 60% of the page. And it's usually a few lines and like seven line breaks. Like, if I could go back to school and write all my papers in script screenplay format, I would nail page requirements in minutes. It would be amazing. I would feel like a Superman. I just actually got done watching the first episode of Superman and Lois, or Lois and Clark, or Clark and Lois. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> but it's a new Superman show, produced 2021, focusing on Superman and his family dramas. Uh, I don't know about squabbles. I've just got the first episode done, but family dramas. He's got twins now. His mother just died, and they are beginning to discover that Superman is not mild-mannered Clark Kent, but... Superman himself, you know, and they're supposed to be smart. That's kind of how they play it. But how smart could they be? Superman is not a good disguise. It's taking the glasses off and wearing a colorful suit and having your image plastered all around the world. You know, odds are they're probably going to deal with that as a joke, but I'm excited to see how they do it. It's a good movie, good show, focuses more on the emotional part of the superhero journey. And I know what you're saying to yourself right now. I don't give a shit about the emotional part of the superhero story. And you're right. You shouldn't. But, you know, everything's got to have a hook these days if you're going to produce something. This has the hook of being Scott from ScottCast talking to a camera for like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes maybe or something. And uh, Superman and Lois, or Clark and Lois, or Lois and Clark, I just realized that Lois and Clark is probably named that after the Explorers. Like they named Superman and his girlfriend after the Explorers. Lois and Clark, Lois and Clark, Clark and Lois. Someone Google that. I'm going to Google that. And I'm going to test using the browser on the video. Haha. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah, you see it right. That's Microsoft Edge and Bing. I'm about to search. <laughs> if you ever, if you ever listen, like for casual use, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. So let's just check this out. Lewis and Clark. Yeah, Lewis and Clark expedition. And Lewis.
Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. There it is. That's the answer. But, oh, wait. Was it named after Explorers Superman? Nice. It's not on page one of Bing. It's not a real fact. So, here we go. We're back. That's the case of a live podcast coming up with nothing. <laughs> and you guys having to deal with it as an audience because I'm not going to be editing this video because editing videos sucks. It takes too long. This is all direct to tape. And... Let me tell you, it took me all day to figure out how to do this. I am so happy it's come out the way it is. But, no, I'm not editing it. No, I'm not adding things in post. I'm done. I've heated up my beautiful 63-degree home to, like, 90 because I have equipment running for half-hour clips at a time while I'm configuring OBS, which is the world's buggiest software somehow it's like every time i touch it something's broken and starting this video application is like you balance it just right you press click go and you and you just go and you hope that you're not breaking anything while you're going like right now it says 13 14 minutes in nothing looks broken so hopefully we're still going. Anyway, too much of that. That's my sound effect to be like, hey, get back on the script. Get back talking about freaking. I don't know. What was I talking about? Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> you know, Goodwill Hunting was going to be an action thriller at first. Yeah, it's a psychological drama about a kid finding out um, his place in the world, but it used to be Will Hunting, genius, goes to therapist Robin Williams, and the government hears about him and how smart he is, and they send NSA, CIA, FBI, Illuminati after Will Hunting to recruit him for dangerous war math, and Will Hunting basically born identities through the entire movie. Yes, that Born Identity came before Goodwill Hunting. Carl Reiner said, that's a stupid idea. Make it just a psychological drama. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were like, okay. Kevin Smith comes in and is like, I'm not going to film this because I suck at filming, but you should get Gus Van Sant to film it. And they were like, fine. And then Gus Van Sant was like, you know what this needs? Elliot Smith. Not Kevin Smith. Puts it in. It becomes an instant classic. Best movie in the world that has nothing to do with dinosaurs. Seventh overall. Goodwill Hunting. Yes. So, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn you some lessons. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys some fables, life lessons I've read on the internet. The segment. 
Yes. 99 pieces of unsolicited advice on kk.org. I got this newsletter from Tim Ferriss on Friday with 99 pieces of unsolicited advice posted by a friend of his. This friend's website is kk.org, which bears some commenting. kk.org. Like, look, I love a short domain name. kk.org, that's practically the vanity plight of Silicon Valley kind of thinking, where it's like, yeah, I got a two-letter domain name on a popular TLD, top-level domain. But some guy just entered into the laundry. Anyway, kk.org. That is one letter away from a very different organization. And you cannot tell me that that person did not think of that when he paid like five grand for kk.org. Like, I know he thought that it wouldn't be an issue. And it's not. No one cares. Everyone understands. But when you type that in, you look at it in the address bar, you know it's one letter away from going to a very different website. All right. So that's my unsolicited advice to kk.org. I'm going to find the bits of advice I threw on the floor earlier during a different recording thing when I got done with it. I celebrated by throwing it up in the air, the, the paper. I'm going to go pick it up on the floor now. Okay, I'm back. Got my advice printed out, ready to go. This is the game we're gonna play. We're gonna have it out like this. All the advice, 99 pieces of it, are spread before me. And there. Your work will be endless, but your time is finite. You cannot limit the work so you must limit your time. Hours are the only thing you can manage. Hmm, all right. You know, you could also manage how, what you do in those hours. So you get five hours to work with. You could spend the entire time fixing up OBS <laughs> and doing all these complicated things. Or you could spend the time not sitting around, you know, eating pie. I think that's a good piece of advice. All right. Next piece of advice. Don't treat people as bad as they are. Treat them as good as you are. Okay. Interesting. That's, that's fair. It, it, it breaks that reciprocal loop when you're dealing with somebody of retaliating against them. Instead, try to build up rather than building down. All right, kk.org. When you are stuck, sleep on it. Let your subconscious work for you. Now, that's very true. 
my subconscious does work in the background. The other night, I was asleep, and I was having a dream. I was dreaming that I was running track, and the coach kept making me run whole laps around the track, 400-meter dash. And he kept me, made me do it over and over and over again. And it got to the point where I was tired of running the 400-meter dash. It's a tough race, and it's annoying. So I go up to him, and I'm like, I'm going to stop running this 400-meter dash. And he keeps looking at me, and he keeps pointing, and he's pointing at my chest. He's like, no, you got to run, you got to run, you got to run. And this is like a dream, so my subconscious is like, going crazy at this point and I just get a rate and I kicked this man in the chest yeah this guy who's pointing me in the chest I kick him in the chest I like my my foot comes all the way up I'm like right in the chest and right then I'm back in real life my cat is flying across the room <laughs> and he bolts out the door of the bedroom and I spend the next 45 minutes of, from 5 to 5.45 a.m. counseling my cat and being like, it's okay, checking on him. He's fine, nothing hurt. Just a little shocked is all to get kicked in the chest in the middle of the most cute, little cuddly, snuggle night you'd ever imagine. You know? He was like perched on this pillow next to me like sleeping probably flat as a pancake. Now, I don't know where, because my subconscious is working on stuff. Bam! Right in the chest. So, yeah, subconscious works while you're, while you're uh, not doing the things, and it, and it provides you with solutions. And for me, my solution was I, I need to kick something across the room. And poor Kyle, my subconscious just didn't care turned him into an enemy tricked me really into kicking my cat next piece of advice from kk.org you can eat any dessert you want if you take only three bites poochki doesn't count because <laughs> if it's poochki three bites is about 800 calories but, you know, I mean, who can make a three-bite dessert? Like, let's, cause, let's be honest. If you're going to be adhering to this, I mean, you're probably going to be frugal about it. You're not going to go and buy things because things don't come in three-bite sizes. So you're going to try to make it at home. But now you're making a cupcake that's three bites large. Or you're making an entire tray of cupcakes, and you're telling yourself you're going to only eat three bites out of that entire tray which is like a quarter of a muffin. That's, that's unfathomable. That's bad advice because it's just, how would you apply that, right? How would you apply that in your actual, you know, working existence? So I give that one zero out of five stars. Um, this one. What you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. At your funeral, people will not recall what you did. They will only remember how you made them feel. All right. You know, that's probably true. 
people will recall how I made them feel, you know, probably completely inferior because I'm so amazing at everything I do. I don't want that to happen, but, you know, I mean, look at me. Look at this show. This show is run by robots. Who does that? I do. Yes. I'm not going to have to edit this show at all, especially if you're actually watching this and it worked. Yeah. I'm not going to have to edit it at all. And you're seeing the entire product before your eyes. That's amazing. Yeah. I know I'm not winning any fans on the YouTube culture platform, whatever, because they all love editing. They will cut things up. If you don't edit, whoa, you're ruining it. But you know what? Sometimes you got to replace all those crutches with a little burning fire beneath your feet while you do the walk across the wire. Yep, definitely not editing. Next piece of advice. Let's see, maybe do a couple more. Bad things can happen fast, but almost all good things happen slowly. Well, ain't that a son of a bitch? That's not advice. That's perspective. That's a warning. That's uh, toning down of expectations. That's fair. I guess that's kind of advice. It's advice on how to look at things. Like, whatever. And let's see. When hitchhiking, look like the person you want to pick you up. All right. Do people hitchhike these days? Or at all? What's hitchhiking culture? If you're listening to this, email into the scottcast.com. Go to the scottcast.com, email into email bag. And we'll discuss that if you've ever had hitchhiked. Because I'd like to discuss that with Ian and David, because I've never hitchhiked. I've never wanted to hitchhike. I've read on the road with Jack Kerouac, but I've never hitchhiked. This guy seems to be a hitchhiker, but also the guy's got KK.org, which means he's probably a multimillionaire. The fuck are you hitchhiking for? Get a plane. Or, or a car. Rent cars. You don't need a hitchhike. If someone is trying to convince you it's not a pyramid scheme, it's a pyramid scheme. Well, let me tell you. If you become a fan of the Scottcast and you get three other fans, those three fans will earn a royalty that you will earn half of. And then if they get people who become fans, they will earn a royalty. And then that will all climb up to you, which will climb up to me. Yes, that's not a pyramid scheme. It's not even a real scheme because... I'm not sure how a pyramid scheme should actually work, now that I think about it. I can't just make a pyramid scheme. Sometimes I think about that, though, like uh, get-rich-quick schemes and stuff like that, like pyramid schemes, the Madoff scandal and stuff. Um, You know, so many people are like, I would never want to live past 60 and stuff like that. And so many people are like, I just want to live as much as I can while I can. So with that logic, don't you think a pyramid scheme makes the most sense for these people, like in their lives? You know, I mean, take ethics and morality out of it. I mean, if you do a pyramid scheme well, like Bernie Madoff did, but don't live as long as he did, I mean, no consequences besides death, but that happens to everybody. So that's my advice to you. 
if <laughs> if you're if you're planning on checking out early, start a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Many backward steps are made by standing still. Well, ain't that the truth? Yes, of course that's the truth because life is progress. Time marches on. There's no such thing as stillness. The only thing that's stillness is like swimming with the current, against the current at the exact rate the current is dragging you back. That's stillness. But even then, it's an exhausting effort. So you might as well fight all the way or turn around and go really fucking fast the other way. Yeah. That's how, that's how I'd do it. So that was uh, Life Lessons on the Internet. I've read on the internet, kk.org. Check out the show notes. Yeah. Nice. So what did we learn on, uh, from the desk of the Scott cast today? Well, we learned that I'm fairly lazy when it comes to post-production, but incredibly ambitious when it comes to pre-production. Because if you're watching this, that means... I didn't edit anything. I just, I just uh, put it all the tape and uploaded it. Like I'm probably gonna go drink some sake and and gaze out the window while everything posts and loads. And you can have that image in your mind. You know, I don't do anything after this. I just leave, and that's how it should be. You know, that's the illusion I want to create. That you're coming into my world, sitting across from me. And enjoying a little bit of Scott rants. Just soaking it in. Loving it. Being awesome because you're listening. That's about right, you know? If you've made it through and you've watched this whole thing, you're probably the coolest person in the world. Or Sneaky D. Or Scott Science. Scott Fab. All these people. Love these people. Great Scott Castigators. Where am I going with this? Yeah, I'm ending it. All right. So, subscribe on YouTube now. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to Spotify. Yeah. Oh! Subscribe everywhere you get your podcasts. And go to thescottcast.com. Check out our backlog. Hundreds of episodes. Yeah. That's it for it today. See you later, the Scottcastigators. Oh! I bid you adieu. Yeah! Oh, oh, oh. What up?